Vanetics with Gabriel of Urantia and Neon Emerson Chase. An ongoing series of lectures and teachings on spiritual leadership, personal change, and the principles of divine administration. Part of the curriculum of the University of Ascension Science and the Physics of Rebellion. More information can be found at uaspr.org. This episode is titled, The Relationship of Procedure to Destiny Purpose, or The Only Thing to Fear is Fear Itself. Here is Gabriel of Urantia. It was Job in the Old Testament that said that, that what you fear the most usually comes about. What you fear will befall you. There's a lot of things to fear, some of which Neon has mentioned. We fear success. We fear failure. We fear letting others know who you really are. We fear family reprisal. There's the fear of losing someone you love through divorce or death. One of the tragedies of life is that we do go through many divorces and relationships on this planet and physical death on lower worlds. We lose people we love. Fear of growing old. Unfortunately, on a fallen world, particularly one as fallen as this one, we have wars. So men have to experience the fear of combat. We have to actually go into battle and kill each other or be killed. The saying in war, kill or be killed, as a soldier learns. That's a real, sincere fear. Fear of the unknown, the unmentioned. And there's all kind of phobias. There's fear of being closed in, fear of being outside of the house. Some people stay in the house for years at a time. They don't want to go outside because they can't handle what's outside the door. Fear of high places, fear of flying, and on and on. My quote is this, I feel that the only thing that we should ever fear is misdoing God's perfect will. It's pretty uh, simple to say that faith conquers fear. Many people think they have faith. But when God causes us to really have faith, to take a next step of faith, not a baby step, Simon says to take two baby steps. Simon says to take a giant step. Simon says to turn around, then take a giant step backwards. It gets a little difficult when you don't know the unknown. Well, see, the way God works is faith until finality, until thought of just diffusion. Basically, it's not like you're sitting on daddy's lap, the universal father's lap, and it's comforting you like a human father or friend. Our relationship with God the Father is by faith. Not only on this world of time and space, but on many more to come. We know him in another way. We know God, and we act upon God's will in another way. Not because we have to do it. At some point in our ascension, we should understand and trust God because trust is a part of love. 
that we should trust God enough to do God's will because we trust that we will come out right in the end because we have learned to, to trust our Heavenly Father. Well, because we don't do that, fear can be very, very crippling. We don't trust God. Some of us don't even know that we're supposed to. We continue on in the fear. And this keeps us very, very small in many ways. We can't progress. Physically, we get diseases. Fear creates arthritis and many, many paralysis. Faith, however, true faith as it begins in our lives, is exciting. You just might get out of your neighborhood. You just might get out of the city in which you live where you don't really belong. You might just get out of the state where you don't really belong. God may ask you to go across the other side of the world. If God can't move you physically from one place to another, if you aren't pliable, I don't know how many times I've moved in this lifetime, this one lifetime, in God's perfect will, from one city to another, from one state to another, over and over again until I finally got planted here, it's been a continual movement. Faith involves risk-taking. A lot of you want to read books about adventures. Be the adventure. I mean, you could be the adventure. You ever hear like really old people say in their 90s and hundreds, you know, if I had it all over the door again, the first thing they say is, I would have taken more risks. The ones that really admit it. I would have taken more risks. God asks us to take a lot of risks. That's how it's been for me in this life, and I'm sure many other lives. Risks, trust, adventure. Faith exhibits extreme love and loyalty. God expects us to move on faith. He doesn't have to show us the end. He doesn't have to show you the blueprint. He doesn't have to give you all the outline of how it's going to be done or show you exactly how it's going to work. God is God. He just says, look, go. Go through it. Experience the adventure. Paladin said, and he's a finaliter, he said if he knew what the next moment was, when he comes back to the words of time and space, it's open ball game. If you know what the outcome is, why play the game? Maybe the older you get, there are certain perimeters that you can basically say, well, if you, go, you do this, this is probably going to happen. But then again, there's always the variable. If you become so inflexible that uh, you want all of the variables answered, your lab makes no exceptions for any grace, for any variables at all. You're living by the letter of your own law. And you're a miserable son of a gun. At some point, if you're not miserable, you're going to basically have to be fearful. That's what we're talking about. Afraid to move. Afraid to do this. I wonder what that other person's thinking about me. Oh, I better not do that because if I do, they'll think this. Don't worry about what they think. Worry about what God thinks. If you're concerned about what the other person thinks about you, you're never going to accomplish anything for God. What do you think great men and women do? They don't give a heck of what anyone says. They do it because God says do it. And then the people understand. 
and then they get applauded. But on the way to the goal, they're persecuted. God is looking for the special forces, particularly on this planet. So God should come first. That's the first commandment. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy soul, and the mind, above all things. Many people said they love God more than anything. And then there's a disagreement between God's will and your wife. Your wife becomes God. If there's a disagreement between God's will and your husband, your husband becomes God. Or your kids become God. The family is much bigger than the one under your household roof. The family is the family of God. Once again, I point out that at the foot of the cross, Jesus said, Who is my mother and who is my father? Who is my brother? Who is my sister? Who is my son and who is my daughter? The bigger picture. Hey, listen, if I listened to my human father, I'd be back in Pittsburgh working in the steel mill. But if you're speaking for God, you're my authority. Little kids could speak for God. Sometimes they have to remind us. You don't get ulcers from what you eat. You get them from what's eating you. <laughs> Vicky Baum said that. Does anybody know who she is? No? Okay. Well, Vicky, that's a good one. In New Testament, and probably in the Urantia book somewhere, it's not what goes into the mouth. It's what comes out of it. What's eating you? Well, I don't like this or that person. I don't like this. I don't like that. God, you should be moving faster in my life. I'm 30 years old. I don't have my compliment yet. I don't like where I'm living. I don't like this. I don't like that. Basically, you're just creating that little disease within you. It's going to get you sick. As opposed to give thanks to God for what you do have and accept where you're at. In all things, give thanks. Your life should be a prayer. I don't have to pray every meal. I sit down and eat man like a pig sometimes. <laughs> That's just the saying. But, you know, I enjoy life. I'm so thankful for everything around me. I know it all has come from God. I'm, I'm thankful for it. And in that way, our bodies can fight off many diseases. We don't have to officially give thanks every moment for God. But if our life's a prayer, then our antibodies are right there. If we get a little virus in us that's deadly, our antibodies can react a lot better because they're commanded by God to work upon a thanksgiving spirit. One of the reasons why people are dying out there, they're not thankful. They're fearful. So, of course, their immune systems are going to break down. A lot of good men and women, they don't become anything. They don't do great things. They don't run for political office because of fear. Or do they try to accomplish anything really of any great significance for fear of what others will do to them or what others will say to them? What makes many great men and women great is the fact that they do it anyway, regardless of what may befall them by others of lesser motive, lesser intent, hate, or the enemies of the light and are basically of the darkness of this planet. It's difficult because you can be so wrong 
so wrong about something and think you're so right. And that's how wars have been fought. That's how people have fought against each other and organizations and against organizations. And so many people say they have the way. We say we have the highest way. Who's right? Who's wrong? Ultimately, that's something that each of us has to come to a conclusion individually. On this planet of brokenness and conceptual darkness, the highest way right now, and the highest group probably has to be the group of the lesser membership for a while because it's the hardest way. So many people on this planet are want the instant mass potatoes, not willing to take the, the risk that involves true spiritual growth. You can't accomplish great things if fear stops you. You just can't. You become maybe a, as that saying goes, big fish in a little bowl, but you never become the, the great, wonderful person God wants you to be to the masses. Here at Planetary Headquarters, the destiny reserve is you are being asked to become leaders to the world one day. Who, me? I can't even talk right. Well, look at me. I don't even look right. I'm too fat. I'm too skinny. I'm too tall. I'm too old. I'm this. I'm that. Fear. What would others think about me? You don't like yourselves enough. That's one of your problems. You have to learn to, to love the true beauty of God within you. That's what God loves. He doesn't look at your outside. You think he looks at your body and says, Ooh, what an ugly body. <laughs> the true beauty of you is what your spirit is. That's the true you within you. It's your life force. It's the soul. That is what God is concerned about. Once again, we have little Yoda. He didn't look at all beautiful. But yet, he's the master. God is calling each one of you to be the master. So many on the planet need you. But you have to realize who you are and become it. That's why you're given your cosmic names. That's why some of you are just beginning to realize your point of origin. The reason that you... Forgot who you are? Fear. And at some point, you accepted the rebellion, which says, you don't have to do it God's way. Do it your own way. <laughs> when you begin to do it your own way, fear. Fear blocks every circuit of light that is available for your happiness, joy, actualization, and ascension. Fear. There's a, a right way to overcome fear, and there's a wrong way to overcome it. Many of us have been taught the wrong way to overcome fear. In my neighborhood, you know, a lot of fights, a lot of macho guys running around. I mentioned my father, and I loved him dearly. My dad was macho. And you could be so controlled by your parents or your peers, your friends, that some people never break those patterns. Never. As a matter of fact, they stay in the same neighborhood, in the same city, all their lives, because their friends are there. If you live in fear in many areas of your life, 
because it can be a lot of areas of fear. That's where you live. That's where your reality is. There was a, a Star Trek program that had to do with, there was this particular scene. I'll explain it in continuing fifth terms. There was a time and space moment that took place. And in this time and space moment, somebody made a wrong decision. And it affected maybe a half dozen people. And several people died. Maybe two people that died was this person who made the wrong decision, his, his wife and his daughter, say, whom he loved very much. And so because of this, he realized that he made this wrong decision. From that point on, he lived in that moment. He was back continually in that moment. And no matter what transpired in his mind, he was living that moment. And so he couldn't go on. He couldn't ascend then until he dealt with the fact, admitted that he made a wrong decision and accepted. That's a heck of a thing. Then Rancho Book says it takes a great and noble mind, once having gone in the way of error, to turn around and come back and go in the right direction. To admit you're wrong. Say, yeah, doggone it, I was wrong. You were right and I was wrong. That's one of the hardest things for an ascending soul to do is to admit that they were wrong. Truth is truth. I just walk in it and look around you. But if you don't want to see it, then you're not going to see it. And the reason you're not going to see it is because something else or someone else is your God. You got to figure out what that is. That's what the rebellion is. And that is your fear. If you make God your all in all, and you live the first commandment, the change point, the first stage of light in life will come about. Faith over fear. Just listen to what God wants you to do. Don't put anything else before God. And whatever area of your life God is dealing with you, that's true faith. And that's what makes a destiny reservist, a destiny reservist, that's the difference. You walk the walk, St. Francis said. Don't just talk the talk. Let your walking be your preaching. God bless you. Benetics with Gabriel of Urantia and Neon Emerson Chase. An ongoing series of lectures and teachings on spiritual leadership, personal change, and the principles of divine administration. Part of the curriculum of the University of Ascension Science and the Physics of Rebellion. More information can be found at uaspr.org.